Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we're recording episode 81, and it is one of our culturing creativity episodes. And today we're going to be talking about writing from the correct frame of mind, which I think will be a nice and varied discussion, I hope. Yes, I think it will be. You know, people have different ideas on what the writing frame of mind means. So should be yes. interesting. Yes. Yeah, so I thought I'd start off with a, with a quote from Mark Twain to kind of get us in the frame of mind (laughs) (laughs) so the quote is 20 years from now you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones that you did do so sail away from the safe harbor explore dream and discover so it was kind of a good spot to start to talk about you know how your writing mindset can kind of help you I guess write better so the first thing to talk about is to define what a writing mindset is. Sarah? So our favorite dictionary, Merriam-Webster, describes mindset as a mental attitude or inclination or a fixed state of mind. So basically this boils down to the way you think about something and by extension a writing mindset is the way we think about our writing and the way we think about our writing determines our outcomes whether they are positive or negative. So that's why I think it's quite important to develop your writing mindset. So some examples, it's usually the negative writing mindsets that can be detrimental. So I'd point a couple of those out just so you kind of can understand the types of things we're talking about. So some examples of potentially negative writing mindsets include like believing you can only write in the evenings or maybe you can only write in one specific genre. So a writing mindset is about developing a way of thinking that is constructive to our productivity rather than detrimental. So that brings us to our first sort of main question, which is why do we think we need a writing mindset slash um, why is mindset important for writers, Sarah? So, you know, like the definition, I think the reasons why a healthy writing mindset is important is very broad. And so it's important for productivity. So number one, if you don't believe in your writing, then it's hard to create good work or create anything at all. And two, I think it's needed for marketability as well. So that side of productivity as well is that you need to be proud of your work and believe that it's worth something to be able to market effectively. And three, on a bit of a different but related path, I also think that having a healthy mindset around receiving funds for your work is really important. You know, a lot of writers feel they don't deserve to be remunerated for what they achieve. But if someone is enjoying your work, then you've done your job as a writer and you deserve to be paid for it. You know, a negative mindset around money can also affect your mindset around writing itself. So if you're playing martyr and declining adequate pay for what you do, it can foster feelings of resentment, which may show up in your writing. 
it's an interesting point to bring up the remuneration (laughs) side of things because often you know it kind of goes hand in hand with the being proud of what you've done as well because you know you're like oh but I'm just a indie writer like I can't charge that much for my stuff yeah exactly you know like why do I deserve to be like any sort of reimbursement for what I've done so it's that's an interesting point to raise Mm -hmm. did you have anything to add to that Ashley Uh, so I also think that it's obviously important because it determines how productive you are as a writer which I think was your first point Sarah I also think having good writing mindsets allow you to develop good routines. And I think we've talked about this before, how having routines can really help you guard against writer's block, which is always an issue for for writers. And I think overall, it, it probably makes writing a much more enjoyable experience when you're having it sort of framed more positively in, in your life. I yeah. think, I guess on the opposite side so negative writing mindsets I think really limit what you can achieve in the end which can help well not help which can result in we've talked about these feelings before but things like self-doubt and procrastination so having you know thinking about your writing in sort of a positive frame of mind can help combat some of those those feelings that tend to creep up and sometimes so that's, that's what I think about that yeah I guess the next question is then what is our personal writing mindsets or do we have one or you know kind of talk talk about that so for me I view my writing as both a form of art and a product when it's in the development stages it's art you know I get to tinker with it experiment and learn Um, I have fun with it and that's when I'm in a more kind of creative discovery sort of mindset. But even in that mindset, I do maintain the ultimate understanding that I am creating a product. Um, You know, you've heard people refer to their books as babies, but my books are not babies. (laughs) I do not see them that way. They are created to connect with others and to provide entertainment is basically what I view their purpose as and I did once hear someone refer to their books as being more like employees and so you know you have to invest a certain amount of time and energy and resources into them but at a certain point they should be paying their way and become an asset to your business and to me that's a much more true analogy (laughs) (laughs) that's a really good analogy Definitely better than the baby analogy because I never really, you know, vibed with that one. Like I can understand it. You know, you work really hard on something and you want to connect or you connect really deeply with it. So then it's really hard to sort of differentiate it as a product. And then you have like these issues around your writing mindset with money and getting paid for things. And it's like you're selling your child. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) selling your child (laughs) that's hilarious yeah so I think that's something that's really worth kind of thinking about is that it depends on what your purpose and is for your writing as to how detrimental that view might be but I think for most writers regarding them as 
as your baby, your book babies is not really that helpful. And yes, so I, I really do like for me, the marketability and the uh, and selling it and the remuneration is very closely related to how I feel about the value of the book as like the quality of the book. And because it's related to the quality, you know, it becomes related to the productivity, which is why in my mindset, all these things are kind of linked together, if that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. It's very, it's good to have, I guess maybe some people, I feel like you always, very fragmented thoughts. I was going to say, I feel like it's always good to have that, you know, the end goal of what you want from your writing there. It's like you want to end up selling it. So you should always have, you know, the thoughts about the value of it and everything right from the start. But then I was thinking (laughs) some people, you know, don't necessarily write to sell, you know, their books. But I feel like that generally, regardless of how you feel about it at the start, that generally inevitably is where it leads, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think if you're probably listening to a podcast like this, you know, you're kind of looking to improve your writing to that point where you can sell it. And I think a lot of people would relate to that. You know, you, you want to be recognized for the achievements that you make. So, you know, don't discredit that, like be true to yourself and say, yes, this is what I want because where the negative mindset comes in, I think, especially when it comes to like resentment about things not selling or um, like that kind of stuff is because you're you're basically like setting up like two different mindsets in yourself that are kind of conflicting. Um, like either you want to write just for the sake of writing and for yourself and not share it or sell it. And so in that case, it, it doesn't matter if you think of it as your babies or you have a negative attitude about getting paid for it or, or whatever, like, cause that doesn't even come into it. But if you're going to sell it, then I think it becomes ultimately quite important because if you want to like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't need to be paid for it. I'm just doing this for fun, but yet you're still selling it and you don't, you know, like it's almost like two conflicting mindsets emerging where one on one hand you do want to get paid for it but you're just kind of lying to yourself a bit about it so that then you get a bit resentful if that makes sense (laughs) yes that does make sense (laughs) I haven't not that I've experienced this myself I'm generally pretty sensible when it comes to money and remuneration because I mean my father brought me up that way being an accountant we just you know we're raised with a mindset about the importance of money and and living but I do think a lot of people struggle with that. And I notice it in other areas of my life that are unrelated is that sometimes you can lie to yourself about certain things. And if you don't break down that lie, chaos ensues. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, went off the, the track a little bit there. That's okay. It's still related, I think. Yes. Right. So for me, I have a slightly different, I guess, mindset. I guess I think I just view it in a slightly different way. And I don't know how successful I am at maintaining my mindset. Like I know what I want to achieve from like the mindset that I have, but it remains to be seen how effective it is. 
So I try and view writing as like a future career. It remains to be seen whether that's something like, you know, like a full-time career, if that makes any sense. But I kind of see it as something in the future that I would like to be. So everything I put into it now is kind of like training and preparation for future me to be better. So like learning all of the skills, like perfecting all of the, uh, the techniques and things. So it does mean that because I'm the type of person that likes to achieve and like achieve goals and things. So I find that having it, you know, in my mind as like, that's a future career I'd like to be able to do one day that I try and find time to work on it, you know, work on my writing whenever I can. And it also makes me a lot more open to, you know, trying new things and I guess always reminding myself that I'm in training, I guess, which kind of helps, you know, when you're, you know, you find parts of your writing that you're unhappy with and kind of the bumps in the road because it's more like, ah, you know, I'm I'm an apprentice. I'm still learning. It's okay. (laughs) Take it in stride. Next time we'll do better. (laughs) So, so far, I think it works well for me. And I think because in, in, I don't know how far in the future, but it would be something I'd like to be able to, you know, we've talked about transition more into, you know, being able to write more of the time than I do now. So it's working so far for me, I think, thinking of it like that. Yeah, it makes sense, you know, like I feel like on the productivity side of things and like viewing it as a career and being in training is helpful to kind of just understand the way you work more yeah yeah and what is helpful and what things you need to work on and rather than like judging yourself for it just allowing yourself room to grow yeah yeah I wonder this isn't in the in the notes but I was wondering if we could maybe talk a little bit about the mindset of like it sounds weird like book promotion and the publishing side because I feel like it requires, and you know, like the putting yourself out there side of writing, which I think is a little bit different to when you're, you know, writing safe in your house or <laughs> yeah, it's a bit different than just, you know, you put your book up on, on Amazon and just kind of see how it goes. You know, there's the, the whole other side of it, which I think maybe a bit ad lib, but we can talk about a little bit how we think about it. Are you talking about like the traditional publishing side of things or are you talking about self-publishing um, or both? I guess, I guess both or kind of like our experience with, with it so far. Right. I think for me it's related to believing in my writing and believing in the value of my writing and what I have to say. You know, like I believe that it's decent writing. I also believe, you know, similar to you that there are things that need to be improved but I take a very impersonal kind of attitude towards it once it's reached that stage of completion of like okay this is again like me thinking about it as a product now I've got to work out how best to get this product to the to the audience or you know the readers and the consumers and so when that becomes the goal for me, it's like a switch kind of goes in my mind. And instead of being like, oh no, you know, someone doesn't like it or they said this about it, you know, like occasionally I will have like feelings of not self-doubt, but just like disappointment if someone doesn't like it. 
but I think it's usually I manage to separate myself enough that it, it becomes like, okay, so we're not doing the job that we want and getting it necessarily to the right people. How can we change that to find the right consumers for this product? Like it became, becomes like much more of like a business strategy of like, okay, well, let's find where it fits rather than judgment on the content of it necessarily. Like I do yeah. take that into account. Like if someone's, especially in the beta reading stages, if someone's like said, you know, like this needs to be improved or that needs to be improved, then I'll be like, okay, yeah, that's that's fair. But it's with an understanding that, especially once it's out there, that I'm not necessarily going to change that book. It's mm-hmm. books down the line that I'll work on improving. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I feel a similar way about the having it be a bit more impersonal because I know it can be really easy to be quite attached to them when they get to that stage and it can like, you know, there's always a risk that people don't like it or if people don't want to buy it, that it kind of reflects, you know, personally on you. So I agree with taking a more impersonal approach to the both, I guess, the marketing and how it ends up doing once you do release it, which I think is a helpful thing to to remember um, in the, the grand scheme of all of it. Yeah, I, I feel like if you look at other products that, you know, uh, on the market, like say someone markets, for example, I bought a thing of like baby hairbrushes the other day <laughs> on Amazon. And, you know, I, you know, checked all the reviews, reviews were great, got it. And it's, it's fairly good. Like it's mainly what I want, but you know, you run your fingers across the soft one and there is a little bit of shedding from the brush. And I was like, oh, they said it, you know, the review said it didn't really shed, but it does a little bit. Now, if you were to put like a comment on there or something about, oh, you know, like this product is great, except for like this one thing, then Usually people like the the creators of the product, they're not going to kind of be like, oh my God, <laughs> I've ruined this. It's the hairbrush is absolute crap. That's my life down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, they're going to take it on and be like, oh, they're having issues with um, shedding on the hairbrush. Well, a good, you know, the good product manufacturer will do this. How can we fix that problem so that we can make a better product and so that's kind of the mindset I think that people should have with books as well like when someone comes to you with a critique you'll be like ah so they had an issue with this particular part of the book how can I fix that next time so that it engages the readers more and they're you know 100% happy with this product moving forward rather than just viewing it as like an, a personal attack because you wouldn't really get that in other industries. So no, no. <laughs> it would be pretty sad if you were really, really upset about how your hairbrush that you had made creates a lot of shedding. <laughs> I think it's always important to remember, or at least it kind of fits with my mindset of like being in training where all of the stuff that you learn and all of the comments that you get are kind of are just you know, feedback on what you can use later down the line to improve the next book. So hopefully 
doesn't have, you know, the same issues or, you know, maybe you need to target a different audience. You know, maybe you're hitting the wrong audience or whatever. So I think that's, you know, always good to remember as well. Like you're not going to get it perfect the first time. Yeah. I guess we should move on. I thought we could talk a little bit about how you develop a writing mindset in the first place. Like what are some good techniques for people out there who might, maybe they want to change their mindset or maybe they kind of are just sort of drifting along in the writing breeze and need a little bit more direction with their, their mindset. Sarah? So when you have a mindset about anything, I think the main thing that you've got to do right from the beginning is to work out what that mindset is and what your beliefs are. So for writing, you know, that includes goals. What do you hope to achieve? But I feel like it's a bit deeper than that as well. You know, it's about understanding what the true purpose of your writing is and creating space for that purpose to come into being. Because like we we said before, you know, if you never want to share your writing, maybe it is okay for it to be your baby and you view it as something that's really close and personal to you and that's totally fine but a healthy writing mindset is one that allows you to achieve your goals but also cushions you to setbacks and losses because that's going to happen at some point so creating the space for your healthy mindset to grow can be challenging you know you have to examine which beliefs serve it and which ones don't and examine why you hold these beliefs and how each one affects you. For example, beliefs you could question would be around how you value your writing, your rights to free speech, your right to earn a living off your original created works. They could also include things like other people's rights to quality entertainment for a reasonable price, things like trigger warnings and blurbs or false advertising. And your thoughts around all of these things could differ a lot and could be either positive or negative. But why and how you develop these beliefs in the first place is what you need to find out and do some investigating on because once you have a really solid understanding on where you stand in relation to your writing mindset, it becomes easier to keep a healthy focus that is productive, creative, and rewarding, I think. It makes a lot of sense and kind of the way I was thinking about it was very similar, like really figuring out what your goals are and that kind of gives you like the path you want to head down, if that makes yes. any sense. Yeah. And then it's determining, I guess, how you go down the path is the next sort of phase. And for doing that, I think when you're still, when you're, you know, trying to find your way and just trying to figure out what works best for you, I think just starting some good routines and habits is really helpful Mm -hmm. just to kind of get you on your way and then I've talked about this before but I think having a space to write is really good as well I just feel like it grounds you a little bit and gives you helps put you into the frame of mind to start writing so I think those are good places to start and then sort of see where it takes you from there I also might mention that I guess it's also okay if your writing mindset changes as you change as well. Like just because it's it was, you know, one way at the beginning doesn't mean that it has to remain as your mindset the whole way through. Like you can you can change your mindset if it's not working for you or if your goals change or if you start to change as well. So I think it's important to remember that as well. It's very important. 
I like what you said about having a space for writing. In some ways, I feel like having that physical space, it's like an embodiment of like the mental space that you need to create. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I feel like that kind of sets you up quite well. If you can kind of view things physically and, and even when it's like something that's more intangible and like a, you know, when you're thinking about it being like a mindset and beliefs and things, like if you think about it as having the physical space and imagining a physical space for these beliefs to grow in, it mm-hmm. can help. It yeah. makes sense. I think even if you have a writing space, like even if you don't use it all the time, it's always good to know that you like have it there. It sounds really weird. Yeah. Like I don't always write in my writing room, but occasionally I'm like, it's there though. Like I could, you know, if I'm struggling to write here, I could just like go sneak away to my writing yes, room yeah. and like, you know, it might help me. It's like an option that's always on the table. Mm-hmm. That probably brings us to the end of this episode, probably wrap it up. Um, yeah. We kind of went a little bit off track, but that's fine. So we went off track, but a good type of track. Yeah. Like yeah. still relevant. It was an interesting discussion that we had. Definitely. Um, so there are still some spots left on our author spotlight section if you'd like to apply you can just head on over to our website lindersoncreations.com and hover your mouse over the podcast tab and there should be a drop down menu with a form to apply and next time on dear writer we have an or another author on our author spotlight interview series we will be welcoming them on and very excited for that yes And if you'd like to know any more about us or any of our writing projects, you can visit us on the aforementioned website, lindersoncreations.com, or you can get in contact with us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle lindersoncreations. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. And we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone. Mm